On today's episode of Bed Bath & Beyond, Ian runs a half marathon. We talk a lot about that. We talk basketball for about five seconds, and then we play Go Fuck Yourself. You're not going to want to miss it. Three, two, one, go. I am Ian Peacock. And I am Andy Heideman, and I hate sports betting. No matter what you say, I'm betting 100 on it tonight. Welcome to Bet Bath and Beyond. Brought to you by B3T Sports. .com and Topo Chico and LaCroix and GameStop. And Why the, GameStop? That's and, old news. But they were they were a sponsor back in the day, if you don't remember. We don't <laughs> forget every sponsor we've had. We don't forget our sponsors. Uh, and leveled up. <laughs> and leveled up. <laughs> oh yeah, and a leveled up. And leveled up. And our new sponsor for this episode, Ironman Race 70.3. How'd it go? You want to talk about it? Yes, I would love to. I'm so glad you brought it up. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I really did, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I completed it. I finished the half Ironman yesterday. Now, you, the way you phrase that is as in like, that was your goal, was just to finish it, right? Yeah, I have never but, done anything more than a 5K before this race. Sure, but you didn't go into this thinking that there's a chance you wouldn't finish it, right? Uh, or was that actually a possibility in your mind? I mean, this? it's a possibility because anything can happen. Well, you, sure, sure. You could pop a tire. You could your bike could break. Like you could get hit by a car. You could get bit. <laughs> you could get bitten by a shark. You could like die of heat exhaustion on you're the, running that final mile and you're like i wish i'd get hit by a car right about on yeah i mean it, to finish is i mean you're just it's an eight and a half hour event yeah. where you're swimming over a mile biking 56 miles which is and it's, I, i've never biked that long like bef- i've never biked that far in my life the most i biked in my training was like 25 miles i was gonna i was gonna ask you i I asked you off the show uh personally like when we were chit-chatting about the race if like the the way you prepared i mean obviously you'd never done this before but the way that you prepared for it does that change now if you're gonna ever do another one like what would you alter about your training method so it's a great question great question uh so the swimming which is the first leg of the race you swim 1.2 miles in open ocean was a fucking breeze it was a cakewalk dude and i went into it uh you get an hour and 10 minutes is the cutoff if you do not make it in that hour and 10 minutes you can no longer compete in the race you are oh wow i did not know that yeah so again you finishing is a big deal because you have to go through several checkpoints uh and if you're congratulations by the way i mean it is awesome that you it's what you thank you i'm like trained for it and you did it i'm more patting myself on the back but i deserve a pat on the back because uh, (laughs) i've been training for three plus months on this uh so 1.2 mile swim you get an hour and 10 minutes to do it and i was aiming for uh 45 to 50 minutes was kind of like my time in the pool which is where sure. I was training. I was I never swam really in open ocean before, so I was doing all my training in the lap pool. And it's very hard because obviously you're going back and forth, back and forth. You're pushing off the wall, 
and it's right. you know it's a completely different environment and i was getting probably in between the 45 50 minute range for 1.2 miles and so that was my goal was to get around 45 to 50 minutes um, and again, with an hour and 10 minutes, that gave me 20 minutes to spare. So plenty of time in case something happened. I got attacked by a fucking stingray or something, which I saw. <laughs> I saw on the sure. course. I saw a lot of wildlife in the ocean. Um, and I finished in 43 minutes. Hey, perfect. So beat, beat my training time, which was great. Um, during the swim, there was a lot of swells. There was like three feet of swells. Um, but I just stuck with my breathing and, uh, was able to overcome. All right. I mean, I thought you were going to keep going. Well, there's three, well, cause there's three events, right? Cause then, then you go to biking, right? Yes. Then you go to biking. So get done with the swimming, go to the transitions. Uh, a lot of people are bringing like tri suits and they pretty much just wear the three. I mean, they pretty much wear the same thing in all three legs, um, they wear a tri suit uh, underneath their wetsuit. Then when they go in the ocean, they take off the wetsuit, have their tri suit, get on the bike, go get off the bike and then run the half marathon in the tri suit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not me, not me. I want to look stylish. I want to be comfortable. <laughs> I don't want to like, Lululemon. yeah. So I actually took the time after my swim and, <laughs> Nine minute transition was my first oh, <laughs> was my first time uh, between the swim and the bike was a nine minute transition. By the way, you're wearing like an anklet bracelet, an ankle bracelet that pretty much tracks your entire time, and right. people can track you on, on the app and everything like that. So I know I spent nine minutes from getting out of the water to then going to the bike because I was taking my time, putting on my bike pants, putting on my nice little. Uh, cyclist jersey and everything like that and then you're fucking going and we we drove or i guess biked the majority of the race on the side of the highway i kid you not on the side of the highway in florida in like super heat cracked roads the roads were all bumpy do they normally like mark these things off or no Yes and no, they do mark them off, but it's such a large distance, 56 miles. You can't get all of it. You can't get all of it. So it's every five miles they mark something. But that's still an incredibly long distance between markers. And uh, there were several times where cars got way too close to me, way too close for comfort. (laughs) Um, And by the end of it, my whole body ached because I've never been on a bike for that long. Uh, I averaged 16 miles per hour on the bike. So that put me right at three hours and 30 minutes uh, on the bike. Now, quick question about this, because I don't know if it's safe or if it's right, if you're able to or not, but were you listening to anything when you were biking? Not allowed to listen to anything. I, I was curious about that. Yep. Rules are you can't listen to anything. You can't have anything on your body that you can communicate to people with. So no cell phones. I did have my, I did have my Apple watch. To, uh, they do. They allow that. They allow watches. Yes, just as long as yeah. you can't play music on them, and you. That's can't... interesting. I mean, I guess I kind of get it, but I, I know, like at Olympic events, you can't obviously have headphones in. But to be fair, I don't know who would want that at like an Olympic event. Um, I, I don't know. It's an, it, it's just interesting to me, like how that can affect people's psyche 
you know, listening to music as you're doing physical activity. For sure. Uh, I would have loved something to listen to a podcast, fucking anything. <laughs> as opposed to the horns blurring on the highway. Because it was three and a half hours of just highway riding. It yeah, was, that sounds awful. It was awful. The bike was hands down the worst part of the event. Absolutely hands down the worst part of the event. Uh, I did uh, nail my training goal. I was aiming for 16 miles per hour and I pretty much nailed it on the That's head. Uh, with the three hours and 30 minute mark. Um, and you get five hours and 30 minutes is the cutoff time for, for the bike the event. swim and the bike. Oh, combined. Well, I mean, combined. Yeah. yeah, okay. So if you can't complete those two legs of the race by five hours and 30 minutes, you can no longer move on to the run. How, do, how does that work? They just stop you when you get there? They just, yeah, they stop you. <laughs> I get us... I can imagine them like tackling you as you're trying to continue running. It, that would suck, man. That would get suck. that man's anklet. What they do is they try to get you as soon as possible so that you're not wasting your time and energy right, and stuff. Right, because right. if if they waited till you got all the way back from your 56 mile bike and then they're like, "Yeah, sorry, you missed it," you'd be like, "Well, fuck this." Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm keeping the anklet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So, um. Really, I just wanted off the bike as soon as possible. My whole body ached just sitting on a bike for three and a half hours. How much water, how many opportunities for water did you have? Uh, On the swim, none, unless I wanted ocean water, which Which, I did drink some because three foot swells, some got in my mouth, and I thought I was going to barf a few times. Yeah, that'll happen. I did get Salt water is. Dude, side note, I saw so many jellyfish. And I was freaking out a little because I didn't want to get stung. I've never been stung by a jellyfish. I don't know how bad they hurt. I haven't hurt. either. I don't know how bad they hurt. I think it depends on the type of jellyfish. Yeah, if it's a big man of war, you're fucked. <laughs> These were little tiny guys. They looked almost like plants floating around. Oh, really? But it was That's very beautiful. Cool. They were like... Can you imagine if you were getting ready for your race and like everyone's suited up you know, in their wet seats, but one dude just got a snorkel on? He's like, I'm here to see the sights. <laughs> you're not allowed to have a snorkel. <laughs> It's against the but, rules. So anyway, you get off the bike and it's time for the run. 13.1 miles? 13.1 miles, which is half a marathon. Uh, and as soon as you get off the bike, or at least for me, my legs were fucking jello, dude. I had to fucking slap them a couple times. Uh, oh, an- another question real quick about the bike. Do they supply the bike or do you have to bring your own bike? It's BYOB. Okay. Uh, which was one of the reasons, probably the main reason why we drove – Right. I wanted to bike in on the bike that I trained in. I didn't want to right. like you could rent a bike at a local bike shop in town right, for the, but it for the race. Like a pain in the ass. And- pain in the ass. And to be honest, I want to bike like I, this sounds no, nah, maybe it doesn't sound corny, but bikes are like cars or like anything. Yeah, no, I mean you gotta it's have to your preference and you know exactly. your feel and you've been training on it and you knew what it felt like at a sixteen mile an hour pace on your bike right exactly like maybe you get lucky and you go and you rent a bike and then you're able to like practice on it for a day or two before the race and you're like yeah this feels good but it's not no matter what it's not gonna be the same exactly i'm glad we're on the same page um i totally agree with that but i got off the bike legs felt like jello had 13.1 miles to go it's like noon at this point we started the swim at like 6 30 super early in the morning we got there at the event at like 4 a.m 
God damn. to just like set up and make sure everything was good. We pumped air in the tires on the bikes. We got our wetsuits on. We reserved our spots. It was a whole, it was a whole event. Um, but anyway, I only took six minutes to transition from the bike to the run as, as unopposed to my nine minutes that it took from the swim to the bike. Right. Change into my bike shorts, put on a new shirt that wasn't sweaty, uh, put on my running shoes and just fucking hit the ground running. And, uh, I think I averaged a 12 minute mile, which I mean, I'll take dude. Listen, I, my legs were yeah, jello. At that point, you're, you're spent. I was so spent and it was the hottest point of the day. It was like high noon and it's like, well, yeah. So, so again, I guess we didn't circle back. So on the bike and on the run, what were your chances for water? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cause, uh, cause I, I, I mean, obviously you didn't go all day doing this without drinking any water. That'd be insane. That would be insane. I would be dead. Um, yeah. so they have hydration slash food tents every 15 oh, food miles. Oh yeah. Food. They give you gels, energy gel oh, packs, cool. energy blocks, bananas, uh, Gatorade water, all the all. <laughs> during the bike event, like you're eating a banana, but then you're like putting the peel out, like so people <laughs> slip on it, and you're like, I'll get a better time. This can't no can't litter. That's a five minute penalty. That's funny. You now get this because we didn't cover this in the bike portion of the talk, but if you do something illegal, there are rules in the Ironman, so you can't draft behind someone too close. You can't pass them on the right. And you can't litter. If you break any of these rules, uh, if someone catches you, there are officials like throughout the course. They will mm -hmm. hold up a card, almost like in soccer, like a yellow card or a red card and stuff like that. Well, if they see you committing a foul or a penalty, they hold up a card, and the, and depending on how egregious the penalty is, transponds to how much time you have to serve in the penalty tent at the end of the race. Oh, they serve a oh, okay. That's interesting. You know, you'd think they'd have the technology to like just take that time and add it to your thing because they're timing you through the anklet. They absolutely do have the ability to do that, and that's not the point. They want yeah, just to, to be, humiliate you exactly. You in, yeah, they, they want that's, you okay. to stop what you're doing, sit in a tent, watch, have everyone watch you sitting in the tent as they go by, and be like, "Yeah, this person broke the rules." It's like a humiliation thing. Sure. Like you, Matt, you know, you go and you sit in there and they're like, what are you in for? He's like, I drafted a dude. And they're like, oh, that sucks. What are you in for? It's like, I knocked three trash cans over in a fit of rage after the swim. <laughs> oh my God, dude. So yeah. So, I mean, I, I, so many people were breaking the rules. I only saw one person in the penalty tent. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a lot to manage. And I mean, and honestly, as long as it's not egregious, like the, the don't pass on the right is probably a safety thing more than it is like a technique thing. So, you know, I mean, if it's happening, but it's not egregious, I'm sure that they're like, whatever. Um, and, and obviously the littering thing is like, unless they see it, they can't just, they're not going to, no one's going to look and see, oh, there's a piece of trash and that's the only dude around. He's probably the only one to do it. Unless they actually see it, they're probably not tacking things on for these guys. And there, how many of you guys were there? There were 1,800, I believe, 1,800 yeah. contestants. And how many people fucking watching? Like, you know what I mean? Like running the event. So many people. So many. Sure, but not nowhere near 1,800, right? No, like you're thinking no, you're, no, you got no. You got race to work attendees probably minimum like 15 to 1, right? 
Probably. I didn't do the quick maths. Yeah, quick maths. Yeah. 15 to 1. 15 to 1, you nailed it on the head. Exactly. Did I actually? That's yep. crazy. 15 to 1. How about that? Um, so Listen, uh, I understand how <laughs> things work. Okay. To go back for the like the fourth time on how often I got water, uh, every 15 miles on the bike, which really is not that like that's a that's a long distance. 15 miles is a long distance to go without any food or water, like any like security. Right. And you blanket. can't and you can't pack anything else for you because the only thing you can have on you is, I mean, nothing. Right? It's just your suit. Well, there are pockets on the back. So there are pockets on the back and people have um, uh, Gatorade, I mean, water bottle uh, holders on their bike. Well, yeah, that's true. So uh, in fact, some people had like legit, like special, like water camelbacks, not only on yeah, their- Yeah, I've seen those. Not only on their the back, backpacks, but they were also installed in the bike. I saw some bikes oh, that cool. had literally straws poking through where their handlebars were. That's kind of cool though. So all they had to do was just- you know, put their head down and suck on a straw. Uh, okay. So the run, you were doing 12 mile an hour pace. You said it sucked, but obviously it was the last leg. Um, you finished when you finished, was it dark out? No, no dude. So no, I, I, I seriously, I, I was, didn't know. I was curious. It was dark when we started the swim, but listen, oh, okay. if we, we started, uh, well, we got there at four, didn't swim till six thirty, So it was jet, like the sun was coming up. Um, and, the whole event you have to finish in eight and a half hours. So the max that anyone could finish, I mean, it's around like three o'clock. Oh, okay. Just based on the regulations. Yeah. I, I finished, uh, I finished somewhere between one and two o'clock, maybe like one forty-five or something. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So now we know how it went, your feelings on it. Was it dark? Well, I, I, I didn't, I, yeah, you know, it's, it's Florida. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so now again, I, I want to circle back to that original question. What would you change from your training that you did, uh, going forward? Knowing, like, say you knew you were going to have to run another one in six months. What would you change? Bike 100% bike. You just bike I, more. Well, I would bike on a real bike. So the majority of my training, uh, I biked on a stationary oh, bike. That, that's right. We did talk about that. So the majority of my training was done on a stationary bike, which is a completely different ball game than actually riding a bike. Yeah, I would imagine that. So I had the leg strength to continue with 60 miles per hour uh, for 56 miles. But but there are things you don't get, like the stabilizing muscles in your body, like the core work is not nearly as good. Exactly. Um, you know, just balance in general is something that like you have to. I ran off the road on. three times. I ran off. Yeah, the no, road I, I seriously I bet you did. <laughs> because I was trying to fumble with my water and also like like wipe some sweat off my eye, and I legit mm. ran off the road, and I did that like three times. Did you rock a hairband like a headband? I rocked a hat on the run. Yeah, that works. I used to do that when I would lift a lot because it just kept sweat out of your eyes. And it blocked me from the sun because again, also true. Yeah. Cause you wear like, sunglasses. I wore sunglasses. I wore a oh, hat. Okay. I basically shielded my face from the sun. Uh, the swim, I wore a swim cap, the bike, I wore a bike helmet and the run. I wore a hat. Oh man. I wish you would have wore your swim goggles the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would have been hilarious. Really funny. That actually uh, would have been really But funny. anyway, but congratulations. Uh, you deserve Thank it. You. You Thank you. Maybe you'll do another one. We'll, we'll talk about that at some point in the future. 
Maybe I will. I can't imagine doing a full Ironman, which is double everything that I just did. That's insane. I would need at least a full year of preparation. No, uh, seriously. I bet you fucking would. No, I would 100% because... Now, now here's a question. Now that you're done with it, uh, I mean, you were working out very consistently for a very long period. I mean, for three months, you know. Um, have you worked out since your thing? Like, have you gone on a run or anything like that? Andy, the Ironman was yesterday. I know. That's what I said. Did you run today? Like, no, I didn't fucking like, did you, like, run jog? today. Well, no. So that's some people are like. I mean, like, I even after football games, we used to jog in the mornings and the days after, just because you know get yes, loose feel. Andrew, because like, okay, how- look, look, I played sports growing up too, and I would have workouts after the day after sure. games and stuff. Let me tell you, an Ironman is completely different than a two-hour football game. Uh, well, I'm just saying, how are you feeling? That's like, are you? I'm like, sore as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> dude. What are you talking about? I, are you gonna Are you gonna run tomorrow? I'm driving tomorrow. So are you no. gonna run? Are you gonna run the day? Like, wh- like when is in your mind? How are you taking time off? I guess because you're an active dude. I am an active dude. I work out pretty consistently, even before I planned on running. I mean, doing this Ironman. I would say I would. I will work out this week for sure. But uh, sure. I don't know when that'll be. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe when Not, this maybe when this episode airs. Uh, sure, but all we're right. filming this on Sunday, by the way. For yeah, we are because somebody's got to drive tomorrow. I got to drive 13, 14 hours back to Chicago from Florida. It's beautiful here, by the way. I kind of just wanna, I fucking it's so beautiful. Let's move to Texas. Why? What's with you in Texas? Texas, dude. Is, the weather is so great. Texas is super hot. It's not yeah. that great. No, no, no. It's no, not, it is great. Everyone it, owns a pool. Every everyone owns a pool in Florida. Yeah, I don't know if I want. I don't want to own. I don't know if I want to live in Florida. Andy, we're talking about two like like distinct. I okay, not distinct. We're talking about two states that are pretty much the exact same weather, except one has a shit ton more beaches, and they have yeah, more and pools. way more flooding, and way more typhoons and hurricanes. Fuck that. They have tornadoes in Texas. Yeah, but they have they have tornadoes where I live now. <laughs> I'd never okay. I lived in Iowa for two and a half years and never saw a single tornado. Uh, I know, but we we also like live somewhere where like in in Cedar Falls. It's not. I mean, in the I guess it just doxed us. Um, <laughs> in, our, in, uh, in, in this area in the black i'm not County going area. back and editing that either that's fine no one gives a fuck <laughs> uh we said where we worked so did we say where we worked no we didn't no we please, shouldn't do that please don't say that because <laughs> they're gonna have to go back um but uh have you ever seen a tornado in real life yeah yeah actually the town that i so i i can't say <laughs> I, I can't say it's gonna give us i've been You're near a town a that's bitch. been hit by it i've been uh i uh lived very close to a town that was literally like leveled by an ef5 tornado okay back like when i was in uh like elementary school okay mm, yeah were you scared yeah because i was home alone when it first hit well you know i was like you know i was a kid i called my mom she's like yeah go get in the basement she's <laughs> like what do you want me she's like i can't do anything for you i'm not there uh sports sports yeah. sports sports uh what would you think of that uh, thing that i sent you on insta today with the with the brooklyn nets that was a fucking sick highlight how how, how expensive do you think that uh uh top shot thing would be 
that moment. So here's the thing, though. Whose moment would it be? Um, I first off, the, let's they let's, would let's let's the, describe okay. what we're talking about because people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" The Nets highlight, like, what if? Yeah, what yeah, that's, that's fair. So, um, the Nets had it wasn't even really the Nets' offensive play; it was a defensive play. Um, so who who blocks it first? Dude, I don't know. I watched it like twice. I know. I also only watched it twice. It was sick. But what do you I mean? Well, you brought it up. What the fuck do you mean? Well, okay. So, uh, da, 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 da. yeah. So Cleveland has like a really botched offensive play. It looks like I don't want it to play audio though. Uh, and then Blake Griffin tap passes it to somebody on the Nets, and I don't know who that person is. They behind the back pass it. It looks like to Kyrie. Kyrie bounces it off the backboard, and then Kevin Durant slams it. I want to see it. Uh, yeah, I would say that's a Kevin Durant highlight. I mean, Kevin, yeah, I, lo- look, Kevin loved the little behind the back was cool, but it was 100% lucky that it went right to a player. I don't think he was aiming for anyone. Sure. But I, that happens in the NBA a little bit, you know, like the, the it's behind. It's just less impressive than if he was actually aiming for someone. Yeah, but I mean, you would you can say that it looks like it wasn't going to somebody, but you could never prove that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like he he's coming out. He's like, yeah, I saw him, and I like went to hit him, and he might go. It was lucky that it was on target because it wasn't a a balanced pass. But if you don't get him to say, yeah, it was a complete accident, then no one's gonna be able to say it was. Right. Which I mean, eh, cool. I, I thought it was sick. Um, yeah, it'll probably be Kevin Durant's highlight or his moment. But honestly, they could each get their own individual moments with, I bet, differing values because of who did what. So I could say it would be a passing moment for Love, but it would be a dunk moment for Durant. You know what I mean? Right. So, the assist. The assi- yeah. No, exactly. Assist and an assist. Right. Uh, let's see here. Is there any NFL news? Oh, the, uh, the Giants signed a player. Who'd they sign? Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, as a tight end, big boy. They big. signed him as a tight end. That's so. And Ian Rappaport tweeted, he's like, "Yeah, there seems to be a, a fucking trend in the NFL emerging here. It's uh, free agents who don't play tight end coming back into the NFL who are thirty years old as tight ends and getting signed because both fucking Kelvin Benjamin and Tim Tebow have decided that they want to play football again, but play tight end." Wasn't Kelvin Benjamin the guy who came back from like? Like the off season and just looked thick as fuck. Yeah, he, he was the guy who was described as one Popeye's biscuit away from a tight end. <laughs> so I mean, now he gets his wish. Oh shit, dude! Uh, did we decide when we're doing our our uh, draft for our fantasy? Team? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, it's uh, next weekend. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's not. It's not tomorrow, or it's not today. You don't have to worry about it. Just make it, dude. I, come on. I just ran the Iron Man. Can you just give me some slack? Can you give me a fucking little bit of slack. And it's kind of funny because I, that's why you wanted it to be next weekend, not this weekend. But yeah, because I mean, no, I, I, mean, it, I could have done it today, but yeah, it would have been a pain in the ass. It would have been a pain in the ass. Absolutely. Um, the other news, the other only NFL news that came out recently is. Uh, Travis Etienne, uh, the running back drafted by the Jaguars in the first round, he is apparently running all minicamp with the wide receivers. None of it will be at running back. 
And Urban Meyer says it's because, one, we already know he's a stud running back, and two, the worst-case scenario here is that he's just a, just a straight running back. Like, we never have him do anything out wide if he's bad at it, but at least he'll have had a lot of NFL catching practice, which... Who does that remind little, you of? Le'Veon Bell. Does it? Yeah, a little bit. Why? Well, who are you going to say? Cordell Patterson. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I, that makes sense. Um, I think what they're looking for is to get a Lev Bell type from him. It says to me that they want Travis Etienne out there for every third down, um, which means it hurts James Robinson from a fantasy perspective. But James Robinson last year was a rookie who rushed for a thousand yards on a really bad team. So and he's cheap as hell. Like I think his cap hit is like seriously like one hundred forty four thousand dollars. It's ridiculously low. Um, so they'd be crazy not to take advantage of that as well, but they're probably going to split some time. Uh, I think it's a little weird though that you got a rookie running back who, yeah, you could say he's a stud, the, but you're going to have him come into his rookie mini camp and not take any reps at his position. That feels a little weird to me. I feel like that he could easily fall behind at his. That is position. a little weird. That is a little weird, but uh, I mean, I am a fan of these hybrid. These hybrid positions. Yeah, like Tariq Cohen is a very good example of somebody who is kind of like that. Tariq Cohen, uh, fucking what's his name that uh, plays for the Saints, and I'm blanking. Oh my god, Kamara. What? No. Well, I mean, Kamara um, can catch, kinda. I guess. Yeah, Kamara can catch. Um, but no, no, no. Um, quarterback, tight end. Oh, uh, Hill. Yes. Um, what's his fucking first name? Oh my god. No, it's uh what is it uh, oh my god andrew it's not tyreek i know i i wanted to say tyreek oh my god it's josh i also can't think of his name why, why is that he happening? threw out his name where's his yeah name? no he shit threw out his name uh, uh let me i i can find out really fast it'll be super taste hill taste hill taste oh yeah taste it's a weird fucking name josh hill is a tight end is he? Yeah. For the Saints as well. That's weird. That Did you know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> Josh Hill is a former American football tight end that played for the New Orleans Saints. How funny is that? Very funny. Well, you said Josh Hill. I, just I might be the funniest man alive. Okay, fuck you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay, so... I know you your play? brain is a little fried. Uh, My brain is I mean, like, How is... We should go play. We should play. Go fuck yourself. Uh, to end the episode. Okay. But I do want to say how how are you feeling after your second COVID shot? Oh, I mean, I feel I feel great. I mean, like honestly, it feels really good. One, first of all, to be fully vaxxed, which is nice. Um, I'm not like at the two week mark after the vaccination, but once I am, I'm still gonna keep wearing my mask, obviously, but. The CDC actually lifted regulations. They like they aren't the body that enforces these regulations. They can just uh, post guidelines. Obviously, as the CDC, that's kind of their job. Um, but what they have said is that you know, feel free to shed your mask if you are uh, vaccinated and through your timelines. Um, so that's kind of interesting. It's I feel like that's going to cause probably more problems, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I just am excited that I am vaccinated and I am feeling good. The second shot was not nearly as bad as the first. So do your do your stuff, people. Go get vaccinated. That's good. That is good. Uh, do you have a player who go fuck yourself? Uh, no, I don't. But I'm about to. 
Okay, well, I have mine, so I will go first, per usual. Right. This player, and I will say, this is a tricky one, okay? I'm going to give you well, a my- lot of information, so you most definitely will not have to go fuck yourself. But <laughs> this is a unique player, okay? Kind of based off of the conversation we just had about hybrid hybrid players in the NFL. Okay. This player was originally drafted as a cornerback in the second round in 2006. Okay. Okay. He has also played as a wide receiver and a kick returner. Okay. He is a four-time Pro Bowl. He holds three... NFL records, 20 total return touchdowns in a career, 14 punt return touchdowns in a year, and six total return touchdowns in a season. Okay. In his, he's retired. He retired in 2016 after he played for four teams, four total teams. Can you tell me the very first team he played for? It would give it away. Okay. <laughs> he finished uh, his career in 2016 with... Does his first name only have two letters? No. Oh, okay. With 3,000 receiving yards, 16 receiving touchdowns. However, 11,000 return yards and 20 return touchdowns. Is Let me read a- that... Let me read that back to you, okay? He finished his NFL career with 3,000 receiving yards and 16 receiving touchdowns, but had 11,000 return yards and 20 return touchdowns. Um, And it's Deshaun Jackson still in the league. It can't be Deshaun Jackson. It's not Deshaun Jackson. Uh, And it's not Cordero Patterson still in the league. He is also still in the league. Who is the other Bears guy? That's it. Oh, it's <laughs> what's his I know his name. Hester. Yes. Devin Hester. Devin Hester is correct. Let's go. Okay. Mine's gonna be kind of hard as well. Oh god. Dude, my, my brain. I know, I, I know. Think, I'm sorry, I but I couldn't even a, think of Taysom Hill. I'm gonna get smoked. But this is a this is a really cool one. Okay. Well, if it's cool, then okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna tell you uh, I, I'll make it a little easier on you. But so he was in 2007, the number three overall pick. He went in the first round. Okay. He is an offensive lineman. I'm so bad with offensive linemen. I, I know, I know, you. but I, I'm hoping that this might be easy. He's Marshall cons- Yonda. <laughs> no, no. He's considered one of the all-time greatest Ironmen. He only played for one team. Is it the Steelers? It, it is not the Steelers. Okay. Um, he has played... Um, what's he? He put he played ten seasons and only missed nine games until his final season. That was the only season that he missed a game. He played nine seasons of sixteen games straight. Do you have a guess? I have no guess, Andrew. This he is... played for the Browns. Oh. Uh... 
I'm so bad with offensive linemen, and you know this. You I, know this I, is my kryptonite. We've <laughs> talked about we've talked about offensive linemen on this show. I don't give a fuck about offensive linemen. That's crazy. They're the heart and soul. Except if you play for the Ravens, like Marshall Yonda. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love Marshall Yonda. But I mean, like, what do you what What do you want from me? What do you want from me? I don't know. I thought you, I, I'm going to tell you. I thought you knew. I'll go uh, fuck myself. Just fucking <laughs> tell me. I'm not going to get this. There's uh, Joe Thomas. Yeah, never heard of him. You, that's insanity. No, it's not. I bet you've never heard of Marshall Yonda. I have heard his name before. Okay, well, thank God. Uh, right. Let's see. Joseph Hayden Thomas is a retired American offensive. Fuck you. I wasn't going to get this. Have you ever seen his uh, his retired pictures? Like uh, his before and after? Uh, no, I don't think he so. He loses super... a ton of weight. Oh, yeah. I just looked at him. He's it's like... actually insane, right? But he's like ripped. I know. Well, most offensive linemen like are because they bench like three eighty and they squat like four to eighty something like that, and then they lose all their fat. Damn, dude. Yeah, he's fucking jacked as shit now. But anyway, great. Yeah, just want to let you know this is the first time I have to go fuck myself. That's fair. It happens. <sighs> Grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Valentino summers and wave runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners. Drug dealers anonymous. Valentino summers and wave runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners. Drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? My brick talk is more than obvious. It's ominous. Garage is the phantom. Goose, ghost, and goblins. Blonde Mohawk, the collection. I'm Dennis Rodman. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. No better feeling would he ever get Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Time to hit the showers, cause baths are for babies. <laughs>